Because the thing is, is like, yes, a calorie from uh, a calorie versus a calorie, it's technically the same thing. But what's packaged with that calorie is what's important. Mm -hmm. What's going on, guys? Welcome to your health class, the show about helping you lose fat, love life. Then we're going to change our generation. I'm Trevor, health and nutrition coach. With me in the studio, Teague Cole. How's it going, guys? No, Teague, how's it going with you? It's all right. How are you? I'm doing good. Ready to podcast, ready to get after it, even though it's not quite as planned today. We're supposed to be having a guest on for the last season, but we had to push the interview back. But he'll be on here, season four. It'll be great. We actually got a couple of great guests lined up for season four already that I'm super excited about, but that's a, that's a topic for another day. <laughs> Today, we're going to talk about why I hate the whole saying, a calorie is a calorie so much. Like we've talked about calorie counting before and how much we do not like that as a diet. Mm-hmm. Like it's just simply not a diet. You can use it as a tool to figure out about how much you should be eating a day. But at the end of the day, it's not a diet. Yeah. And so a big reason for this is because calorie counting was never a part of the human diet for so long. It was never something that was even needed. Because guess what? Back in the day, we just ate food. Like real food. Like food from the earth. Food that wasn't processed. That wasn't made in a lab. That didn't come out of a package or made in an assembly line. Like just food that was from the ground. From the earth. Or they had to kill. I mean... That's what our body was used to. <laughs> Where are we going with this? Well, we got to... The problem is, is that food has changed. Yeah. And so... Are you talking about the quality of the calorie? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because the thing is, is like, yes, a calorie from... Uh, a calorie versus a calorie, it's technically the same thing. But what's packaged with that calorie is what's important. Mm-hmm. Because, yes, you could have... So if you take the whole like debate of 100 calories of spinach versus 100 calories of Coke, like, yes, they... Why do you keep saying... Okay, what kind of Coke? Oh, Coca-Cola. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you think I was talking about the drug, or... I didn't know they measured that in calories. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? What do you mean measure that? I didn't know they measured cocaine in calories. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I had a crazy night last night. <laughs> I did a hundred calories of Coke <laughs> through my nose. <laughs> yeah, not what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. No, my Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. But if you think of what a hundred calories of spinach is going to do in your body versus a hundred calories of Coke, that is two totally different things. Yeah, I mean, we've been able to kind of 
adjust food to our liking or adjust things to our liking that aren't necessarily good for us or don't contain a, any kind of nutrients at all, but they taste good. That's the whole point. They taste good. They're colorful. They attract you, right? They're like bright red or neon blue or whatever. They have all these dyes in them, whatever it may be, you know. It's like, oh, wow, that looks cool. And then you eat it, and you're like, wow, that's delicious. <laughs> well, I think of it is when you go to the movie theater, mm -hmm. and then during the previews, they always put on the uh, like the soda sparkling and then the popcorn popping. Actually, yeah. mostly just that soda sparkling. Mm -hmm. Like, I haven't even had soda in years. I don't even remember the last time I just drank regular soda. Mm -hmm. But just like, ooh, that kind of sounds good. Just from hearing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's all uh, all for show, right? Mm -hmm. And then also for taste. The nutrient, we haven't, our society has not been catered or hasn't catered itself essentially to uh, go for nutrients, right? Nutrients isn't the, the big ticket item people are after. <laughs> like, oh, wow, this is so nutrient rich and it's so good for me. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> it's like, no, this is uh, bright red. And uh, it tastes really good, so I'm going to eat a lot of it. The one exception I'd make to that uh -huh. is the whole superfood movement. Yeah. How, yeah, how but like... think about the, the size of these movements, right? Oh, yeah. It's Compared very... to everything else, it's negligible. Mm -hmm. But that's almost taking it to another extreme where you're just focusing solely on foods that are quote-unquote superfoods, but it's yeah. like... Most of the time, if you just eat a balanced diet of relatively clean foods from the earth, mm -hmm. you don't necessarily need to be eating superfoods all the time, but yeah. that's another topic. Yeah. Because I think the problem really arose when cities got bigger, so we're getting, like, moving away from our food, mm -hmm. and then you think about, like, jobs changed, so, like, more fast-paced in-the-city jobs, so... There's a demand for like quick food, like easily accessible food. Mm -hmm. And then what food was really changed because it went from food being something that was from the land from like you knew what it was like spinach, broccoli, beef, chicken. Like, you know what this is. Like, we know what the food was. Mm -hmm. And so it didn't need a food label on it. Whereas we went through this whole movement. Our society changed. We industrialized. And then it turned into this whole thing where now everything comes with a food label on it because it's processed and what's in it. Because now if you just look at a food, you might not necessarily be able to tell what's in it because what's in, what did they do to it between when they put the ingredients in to where it got in that package on your plate? Yeah, it's like uh, we did an episode and I don't remember what it was, but how food is so processed nowadays, right? Mm -hmm. Even when it comes to our, our meats and all that kind of stuff, everything's processed. They have to do something to it and they have to meet certain regulations and they got to pump it full of antibiotics and do all this crazy stuff because society is evolving and nobody can get <laughs> sick from anything nowadays. Right. So got to just do everything we can bleach it. Uh, uh <sighs> Put poor hand sanitizer on it, <laughs> whatever you can do, right? To make sure no one gets uh, any kind of stomach problems, right? Mm -hmm. We don't want that. E. coli, mm -hmm. nope, can't do it. That's a lawsuit. But <clears throat> uh, 
like we said in the other episode, the 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 less steps to get to your plate, the better, right? So uh, anything you can uh, kind of get that has barely been like manhandled and touched and all that kind of stuff, the better. But in terms of like a quality of uh, the caloric value, it's only decreasing, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Well, not with everything. Some things are fine. So, well, some things are still normal. They don't have to be better, right? They're still just what they are, like <laughs> meat. I mean, maybe you can pump uh, whatever the, the cow is full of vitamins or just give it, uh, just let it eat grass. Boom. <laughs> it's quality meat. Just normal meat, boom, done. And then you, you take this chicken over here that's been in this uh, factory for 10 years. 10 years, that's not, that's too long. For a <laughs> year. a really fast turnover time. <laughs> not even a year, probably like six months, eight months. And they, they pump it full of all this feed and everything. And it's just this fat blob of chicken, right? Can't even walk at this point. Can't walk. And the, the breasts are like the size of turkey breast. <laughs> yeah, and it's like they do all this stuff to it and... The quality just decreases and decreases and decreases and decreases. And it's, I understand the demand, right? There's so much demand for meat that they have, well, they don't have to do it this way, but this is the most efficient way to do it Mm -hmm. to where people are satisfied. They're used to getting this huge breast, like you were saying, this huge chunk of meat off this chicken. It's insane. But the problem is the people want it, right? That's what they're used to now. They want it. It's going to keep going in that direction. Whereas if you just let the animal, and I keep using the animal, I keep using meat as an example, but there's so many other things, but you keep using, or sorry, if you let this animal just live its life, obviously it's going to die very quickly because you're going to, once it gets some maturity and it's ready to be harvested, it's going to die. But you let it live its life normally. What do you know? You have a normal (laughs) chicken that tastes good. That's better for you. All across the board, better for you, mm-hmm. but nobody nobody wants to wait for that. People are about quick results, and they they want everything fast. So, and then this is where the problem comes in because, like this example right here, mm-hmm. if this chicken's living a good life, has all these nutrients, yeah, and then on the other hand, you have another chicken that is literally just pumped full of like foods to make it as fat as possible, as quick as possible. Mm-hmm. You have both of those. Technically, they're both 100 calories, but which one of those is going to help your body the most? Exactly. Like, if you, I mean, this might be a poor example, but if an animal is living its life under the most amount of stress it can endure without dying, Mm -hmm. which is pretty much what these animals go through, and I don't want to get into this whole, like, animal talk, because there's so many things we can get into about it, but if this animal is living its life under stress, the whole entire time and then they kill that animal and harvest it all the hormones and everything going through that animal i can't even imagine right yeah and i obviously i'm guilty of eating animals like that and i'm sure a lot of people are because that's just what's accepted nowadays Mm -hmm. but you eat this animal that's just reeking in these like anxiety and like depression hormones i I don't know if they probably are (laughs) chickens have feelings right and you eat this animal, and it's like, oh, I don't know. It can't be good for you. It can't. And there's so many other reasons, but I feel like a lot of people don't think about that one. And I, maybe well, that's, that's not. A, that one's big, though, because when it comes to this whole, like, ethics of eating animals. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'll, I know a lot of people turn vegetarian or vegan because of that. Yeah. But for me, I just try and have 
as many animals as I can that are like ethically raised. Yeah, exactly. Because when you're treating the animals right and you're giving them a good life, mm-hmm. that does not bother me nearly as much as knowing that I'm supporting animals that are kept in a cage and like mm-hmm. the smallest living conditions physically possible. Yeah. And then fed foods that just are not made for their body. Yeah. And it's all a byproduct of us, the demand and what we want and we want bigger and better and all this kind of stuff. So the result is in order to allow these animals to grow as fast as they do, they have to be genetically modified. That's one. Two, they have to be pumped full of food as much as they can endure as for as long as they can endure without dying, which causes them to grow, outgrow their, their bodies and that, that they, they can't even naturally handle. Right. Yeah. Cause there's, they're genetically modified. So they'll just keep growing <laughs> beyond what their bone structure can even hold. We're getting into details, but, yeah. and then three, they're pumped full of antibiotics to sustain them. And so they don't get all these diseases and issues that will kill them because they can't live a normal life. They'll never be normal. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately for them. Like, even if you let one of these chickens out just to go out like in a, in a pasture or whatever, it'll eat its food, eat its food. And it'll just keep growing. Just even if it's not pumped full of food, it'll keep growing. And then it'll get to a certain point where it can't sustain its own like body weight. It's like, how is that normal? How is that? Why? Well, that's that's exactly what I mean. Getting back to the point, like why a calorie is not a calorie, yeah, is if you just look at it in black and white like that, mm-hmm. it completely gets rid of all this quality that we're talking about. Yeah, if you think about a chicken like I just described, one calorie from that or hundred calories from that chicken, right? Mm-hmm. Think about all the things I just said and what's going to be factored into that 100 calories of meat. Yeah. A lot. A lot more than you think. Way too much to even try and comprehend, right? Because there's so much going on with that poor, like, that chicken's life. It's been through so much. It's been pumped full of so much. And now it's on your plate and you just ate it. And then, so I'm, I don't know about the whole fat breakdown on chickens off the top of my head to be honest but yeah. i do know it about cows yeah and so if you were to take a grass well, it's the fed, same situation yeah. it's a grass-fed versus grain-fed cow though yeah if you have a grass-fed cow that's pasture raised is living life like a cow is supposed to mm-hmm. the ratio of omega-3 to omega-6 so omega-3 is the anti-inflammatory one omega-6 has been linked to more inflammation yeah not that you don't need omega-6 but you need a good ratio of it so it has a much higher ratio of omega-3 in there. But the second you put on a grain-fed diet, mm-hmm. that ra- ratio switches to the point where it almost has no omega-3 in it, and now it's mostly just pro-inflammatory fats in it. Hmm. And then this is part of the same like debate. is To think of what, if you were to take omega-3 versus omega-6, they both carry the same amount of calories... But one's going to help like decrease inflammation. Mm-hmm. One's going to help promote inflammation. Yeah. And again, like you need a balance of it. But the thing is, it's just if you look at it in black and white as a calorie is a calorie, you're not taking any of that into account. Yeah. Like what these nutrients are doing in your body, that doesn't matter. As long as it's a calorie. That is all we care about. It's a calorie. Yeah. But if you look at how these things all play together in your body... Like what your body actually needs to function properly, there's so much more to it. Mm-hmm. And it, 
I mean, I'm not trying to make it sound like super complicated or you need a PhD to understand what you need to be eating because you don't. Plain and simple, you don't. But just getting back to foods that come from come from the land or are grown properly, you know, just getting closer to your food, like foods you find at a farmer's market versus a like huge convenience store. Like that right there is going to change your health because the things you have access to are completely different. Yeah. And if you think about things too, there's certain levels that were allowed to, that are allowed to be bypassed, like, like fluoride and water and stuff like that. Right. Mm -hmm. There's certain levels that are okay. They're acceptable, right? It's not good for you, but they're considered acceptable levels to ingest. And I'm sure, I guarantee, I haven't looked into this. Well, I might have. I might have heard something about it. But I guarantee on almost everything that there are levels of of acceptance for um, certain crops, right? Certain, oh, no, certain 100%. amounts of pesticides and crops or herbicides, whatever it may be, right? And there are certain levels of antibiotics or whatever they pump full of in the, the cows and the chickens and whatever. And... <clears throat> It just goes back to the quality of the calorie, right? So if they're just going to allow certain levels of these harmful things to be put in your body, obviously it's acceptable, right? You're going to live, you're going to be fine. But do you really want that in your body? Mm -hmm. Because I'm sure a lot of um, what you're ingesting and what that acceptable level is, it it has a hard time processing processing through your body. Well, yeah. Almost positive. So that's the thing. You take a crop like corn or soy, mm-hmm. huge on pesticides. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. So there's an acceptable level even on the uh, non-organic. You can't have like past a certain amount. Mm-hmm. But below that threshold, you can have that acceptably be in the food and it's totally fine. But think about it. What do these things actually do to the bugs? <laughs> there's some that just straight up kill them. And so... Yes, they might not just, you might not eat a soybean and die right away. Yeah. But think about what that's doing to your body. Obviously, if it kills a bug, your body's probably not going to like it. Yeah. And then another thing that it does is there's some that'll just shut off the reproduction systems of the bugs. I don't know about you, but I prefer my reproductive system working properly. Personal preference. Because the second you start putting chemicals in your body that start shutting off the reproductive systems of bugs, it starts messing with the hormones you have in your reproductive system. So your estrogen, your testosterone. And so when you look at people, too much of these conventional crops, you get a buildup of these these compounds in your body. And then this leads to estrogen dominance or crashed testosterone, messed up sex hormones in general. And think about it. That's not what you want in order to be your healthiest self. Yeah. And so if you're comparing something that has all these in it versus something that does not, sure, on paper, they might have have the same amount of calories. But in this organic one, I'm going to get far less of these pesticides and herbicides. I think there's also rodenticides. but (laughs) It's just kind of a part of 
how we live nowadays, you're going to, there's something in your food, mm-hmm. which is what it is. It's not really avoiding it unless you take your own animal and raise your, or grow your own crops and do it that way. There's no way to know. So uh, avoiding as much of the bad stuff as you can as possible is your best bet. Yeah, that's going to get you closest to optimal health. And, and that's the thing is today we we have like so over farmed our soil yeah. and just not farmed it in the right way. So even the food that we have today that's organic and like from the earth, like take a sweet potato or apples or stuff like that we don't have the same amount of nutrients coming from them just because we just farmed them too much and we haven't done the proper processes i mean that's a kind of another topic but it's just so important to realize that the amount of nutrients your body gets is going to be crucial for fat loss it's going to be crucial for mental health it's going to be crucial for putting on muscle like all these things matter and just looking at it as a calorie is a calorie is not going to do anything for you. It's not going to help you. That's all I got. <laughs> all right, guys. This is a quick episode. I hope you liked it. Because you know what? If we can get over a mindset like this, this is what's going to help you lose fat. That's going to help you build confidence. Love your life. Then we can change our generation. Because I would like more access. Make it more affordable to eat right. To have good food. I I don't think that's too much to ask. I'd rather the government be subsidizing healthy food than unhealthy food, but one step at a time. Isn't it weird how the normal became the the higher quality? That was the normal back then. There was no like crazy pumping of hormones like that. Mm-hmm. It What's the the healthy version now is what the normal was before. <laughs> crazy oh and i mean i'm not saying that i want to go back to that time and not saying that industrializing our world like we have hasn't had its benefits Mm -hmm. but it's understanding the things that kind of suck that go along with it the mistakes we've made and how we can start fixing them all right guys have a good week we'll talk to you friday with a little bit of update on where the show's going next season other than that Stay classy, San Diego. You stay classy, San Diego.